0: This is what you do if you ever find yourself surrounded by wolves. Kick the first wolf in the face, catch it, use it as a bat to hit the other wolf, and then throw it at another one. Grab another wolf, pick it up, rapid-fire elbow combinations into the face, and then toss it into the atmosphere. Such a display of dominance will cause the other wolves to scatter. This one's easy, boys. Welcome to the Unapologetic Man podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, you champions? Thank you for tuning in to yet another groundbreaking episode of the Unapologetic Man podcast. That little intro I did, that wasn't an original. I saw it on Instagram, basically copied it word for word. So funny, man. It was funny the other night, Marissa and I were sitting on the couch in our derpa state, just being like derpa, 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 going through Instagram, as many of you guys have experienced. And we're sending each other funny shit, right? Like this is how couples hang out in 2023. We're just going through Instagram like, oh, that's funny, send it to her. She sends me stuff. So I was in such a major derpa state that she actually sent me something. I clicked on it and I watched it and I didn't remember that she sent it to me. So then I sent it back to her being like, dude, you got to watch this one. And she looks at me, we're sitting on the couch. She's like, I just sent you that and you sent it back to me, you idiot. That was really funny. Just goes to show, man, when you get in that fucking derpa zombie state, oh my God, man, we turn into goddamn idiots, man, and I'm guilty of it too. So today, gentlemen, we are going to talk about how to make yourself feel a million times better in just 15 minutes. Now, I'm going to warn you, this one's a little airy-fairy. It's a little foo-foo. It's a little filled with hearts okay so if you don't like that shit and i get it i get it sometimes i get a little bit opposed to this kind of stuff as well if you don't like this stuff click away but if you're truly committed to bettering your life this works miracles straight up this has completely changed my life so get yourself into a state of i want to better myself i want to better my life and be open-minded bro Those people who achieve the biggest success in life, one of the main attributes they have is that they're open-minded. And one of the reasons I really like you guys as listeners is because oftentimes you are open-minded to this stuff. That must listen podcast that I dropped on the 500th episode, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, was massively downloaded. So I understand that you guys are open to this kind of stuff. I know you want to better yourself, so just hear me out because this is insanely powerful unbelievable for your life if you're strong enough to A, have an open mind, and B, actually implement this stuff. Okay, so what we are going to do is we are going to send random people, that's right, love and forgiveness. Immediately, half of you clicked out. That's good. The rest of you who are still here, you're the true champions who actually want to improve yourself. Welcome. Let's do this process together. Now, We're gonna start with our mom and our dad because they're the easiest ones to work on because we automatically feel love for them. Hopefully you should. Or brothers or sisters, anybody close to you, really good friends. The two steps are, first of all, just send that person love. So let's try it right now on our mom. Usually our mom is the most important, most loved person in most of our lives. So right now, we're just gonna kinda close our eyes together and just send your mom some love. And the way to do that is simple. You just close your eyes, And you say, Mom, I love you. I send you love. I hope you're doing well. I hope that you're having a great day today. And Mom, I love you. Thank you for everything that you've done for me. You raised me. You took care of me. You helped create the man that I am today. And I love you. Doesn't that feel good? I already feel better. I just did that with you. I feel really good. Now I want you to think about something that your mom may have done to you in the past where she didn't realize she was doing it. She was trying the best she can. Believe me, I'm a parent myself and I make mistakes, but I'm always trying my best. I have my daughter's best interest in mind and I can guarantee you, unless you come from a really a really messed up background, I can guarantee you your mom tried her best. So think about something that she did and I just want you to forgive her. So go ahead and close your eyes and be like, mom, I forgive you for that thing. And then I want you to say what that thing was. Then I want you to say, you didn't know what you were doing, it was inadvertent, you were doing the best you can, and I forgive you. Those words, I forgive you, who do they release? Do they release her or do they release you? That's right, it releases you. Anytime you have resentment towards somebody, a grievance, anger towards them in any way whatsoever, it affects you just as much, if not more than it affects them. Actually, I can say it definitely affects you more than it affects them. So why are you holding on to it? Because we have an unconscious belief that by not forgiving the person, by holding on to the grievance, we're somehow getting revenge on them, but it's just eating us alive. How many times, and I want you to really think about this, have you relived a negative episode in your head and you just keep repeating it? Does it benefit you? Does it make you feel better? You think it does, but it doesn't. It's an illusion. So let it go. And this is where forgiveness is so powerful. And what does forgiveness heal? It heals you. It also heals the relationship with that person. And more importantly, the relationship with yourself, that internal energy field between you and yourself. And even if you're willing to stretch it to this far, between you and God. So we send love and forgiveness to first our mom and now let's do it to our dads. My dad's passed away, but I could still do it. And I'm actually gonna forgive him for passing away. So we tell our dad, dad, I love you. I hope you're having a great day today. Thank you for everything you've done for me. I love you, dad. I really love you. Now we say something of forgiveness. So I want you to think about something messed up your dad did to you, preferably in your childhood, or it could have been recently as well, but something that affected you really negatively and something you want to forgive. So for me, I guess I probably have some hidden resentment that my dad died. So you do yours and I'll do mine. So dad, I forgive you for. All right. Now that you've said it, we're going to go on to our siblings. Siblings are a little bit harder. I don't know about you, but I hated my brother for years. So now we're going to send our brother, sister, whatever it is, some love. So for me, it's going to be Michael. I send you love, brother. Hope you're having a good day today. I know you're working in the warehouse. I hope your guys are following your lead and you're having a good day. I love you, man. Can't wait to see you soon. Now I'm gonna forgive that stupid idiot for all the things that he did to me. Oh my hell, that guy messed me up in so many ways. And for me particularly, what he did to me was he instilled in me a lot of fear, especially about like society collapsing, which is really weird. He has this end of days kind of thing where he's like a prepper and he preps for all that stuff and it really got into my head and it took me years to get over that fear. So right now I want you to send either your brother or your sister some forgiveness. And I'm going to do the same thing. All right. Now that you've done that, we are going to move into friends. Okay. Friends are kind of like that next level down. So pick your best friend right now and let's send that person love together. I'm going to give you five seconds. I'm going to do the same thing. And when you're doing that, I want you to remember that you are saying their name, I love you, I hope you're having a good day, I hope you're healthy, and then thank you for being my best friend, thank you for being there for me, thank you for being my teammate, my confidant, that person who is always there through thick and thin. Now we want to forgive them for something. So think about what you want to forgive. Got it? Let's take five seconds. And at that point too, you can even say that I love you, right? Like I forgive you for whatever it was that they did and then say, I love you. I don't know about you guys, but for me, my childhood best friend really stabbed me in the back. He got addicted to drugs, lied to me, took money from me in in a roundabout way. He didn't just steal from me, but he kind of manipulated me into something. And then I ended up giving him like total $13,000 to which he just blew on drugs, obviously. Now he's homeless and he's suffering. So I've forgiven him already. And when I really forgave him, because for a while I pretended I forgave him, but I was still resentful. When I really forgave him, it was when I had the ability to have compassion for his plight. Because I'll tell you this guys, your best friend or anybody else for that matter, who did something to you that hurt you, it's because A, they were ignorant to it, or B, they were hurting themselves, or C, because they just didn't understand the situation at the time. It's like in the Bible, it says, forgive them for they know not what they do. That is literally what we're talking about here. So when I was able to forgive Ira, It's because I understand that, dude, this guy is suffering to a high level. He's fucking homeless, addicted to, I don't know what, but I think it's fentanyl. If I had to guess based on my research, I kind of stalk him a little bit. It'd be crazy if you listen to this and he's like, oh, he's stalking me. Interesting. He spends time in the same neighborhood. I know where he's at. He posts stuff on Facebook. So Marissa, my woman and I kind of keep tabs on him and I really feel for the dude. And at the end of the forgiveness, if you can genuinely send that person love, like I love you, bro. Like all those times we had when we were kids, I cherish those moments and I love him for that, not for what he did to me, but more importantly, what he did to himself. Cause he's making himself suffer any more than he could make me suffer. And by me being resentful towards him, it just hinders me. So I let it go. I wish him the best. And if, and when he gets sober, I'll welcome them back with open arms. All right, now it gets a little bit harder. We're gonna go into like acquaintances, coworkers, people who piss in your river sometimes, but that aren't complete enemies. Okay? So pick somebody and again, you can do this on your own and I want you to maybe make this a weekly habit. And this is gonna completely change your life, especially in those instances where somebody does something to you, in, let's say, a week, like on Tuesday, and then on Friday you would do this, it completely heals situations. I'm telling you, love is always the answer. As cheesy, contrived, and foo-foo as that is, it solves everything, every single time. If you ever have a situation, all you have to ask yourself, what would love do now? That's the solution. There, I just gave you the key to life. What would love do now? Now, the hard part is actually doing it, hard part's implementing it, but that's the key. So we're going to go into a coworker. Okay, we're going to send that person love. Remember, it goes, I send you love. I hope you're having a great day. I hope things work out for you. I love you. I send you love. So do that now to a coworker. Now we are going to forgive that person for something they did to you. I know this is difficult. And if you have to, just go through the motions. I'm going to give you about five to 10 seconds to go through that. Let's go now. Okay, now we are going to go to the hardest part, which is people who are quote-unquote enemies. Do you think it benefits you to have enemies? Of course not. Do you think it benefits you to have a confrontational energy with anybody? Of course not. Then why do we do it? The ego. We want our ego to be right, and so we get into a confrontation with their ego, essentially, And now we have fixed positions. I hate that person because of X, Y, Z. They did this, they are this, they believe this. Who does that hold back? Obviously it holds yourself back. I'm not a Christian, but I think the Bible has a lot of wisdom. And Jesus said, love your enemies, which of course means have no enemies. I wanna get through life with zero enemies. And even if it's somebody who stabbed me in the back, such as my best friend from childhood, Ira, Even if it's somebody who I completely disagree with and they rub me the wrong way, I'm still going to lead with love. And while I'm not going to make the person my best friend, I'm not going to perhaps associate with the person the way I would with a friend, I'm still going to forgive them and yes, even send them love because all it's doing is hindering me. So when we do this one, I want to ease you into this, okay? Because I know this is hard. I want you to find an enemy, somebody you just don't like. Okay, even if it's a politician you don't like, somebody in your work environment you don't like, whoever, I want you to just pick that person. And let's try to pick somebody who isn't as wholeheartedly hated as an enemy would be. I have one person in my life right now that I'm kind of pissed in my river. I'm pretty pissed off at this person, but I actually intend to make amends with that person. So I'm going to do this. And this is going to be really hard because I want to choke the motherfucker out. I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest now. We'd love to get that choke on the dude and just make him pass out. But dude, because violence, no matter how well intentioned, always rebounds upon yourself. So I am going to send this person love, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to say, I'm open to sending you love. I'm not going to go straight into love because I'm not there yet. I'm going to be like, hey man, I want to let you know that I'm open to sending you love. I hope you're having a good day. And I'm getting to the point where I can send you that goodwill, those good wishes, that yes, love. So let's take about five to 10 seconds, each of us, and we're gonna send our lesser enemy, I don't want the full enemy, the lesser enemy some some love, at least an intention to try to send them love. All right, go. Well done, well done. Now the forgiveness, okay? There's definitely something, some grievance you have towards this person, so we're gonna forgive them. And we're just gonna say it, even though we might not completely feel it, this is the first step towards getting there. Yes, I understand the person might be wrong. I understand they may have done you wrong in a huge way, but you holding resentment does nothing. It does nothing, absolutely nothing, but bring you down. That's all it does. So we're gonna take about five to 10 seconds to send that person forgiveness. The way it goes is, hey man, I'm open to forgiving you. I understand you didn't know what you were doing, and I'm open to sending you that forgiveness. And for some of you, you may even get to the forgiveness part. I'm sending you forgiveness, I forgive you. 10 seconds, let's try it. Good job, good job. For those of you actually doing this, I highly respect you, this is not easy. Your ego, as I mentioned previously, wants to hold on to it because it wants to build itself up, feel right, feel above that person, feel like, how dare they do that to me? How dare they even cross that line on me? Are you talking about me right here? And that's the experience I had with this one guy. He crossed the line, in my opinion. I'm like, dude, me? I'm so much above you, bro. I make more money than you. I get more chicks than you. I'm fucking way more alpha than you. Stronger than you. I know how to fight. Like, what are you even doing? You can't even get to my level. What is all that? Look what I just did. I listed off all these ego things. Dude, when I get to the point where I don't feel above others because I make more money than them— that's a good point to get to, and I'm trying to get to that point. I'm not there yet, but I'm striving. When I get to the point where no job is beneath me, nobody is beneath me, no situation can get me off my inner balance point, which is a to frame control, then I've reached mastery. Did I reach mastery when I was resentful toward this guy and just wanted to fucking choke him out? No, that was a classic description of not mastery. So I have a lot of growth to go through, but I am open-minded to sending this person forgiveness I am open-minded to moving past it. And now, gentlemen, we are going to pick our number one enemy, the person who pissed in our river and launched a 50-foot rope of diarrhea into our morning coffee in a way that we can't even explain. Have you ever seen these people who have their child murdered or their mom or dad murdered or whatever it is and they forgive the person who did it? Do you know how much equanimity that takes? Do you know how much strength that takes? I honestly don't know if I could do it. Actually, I know I couldn't. If somebody murdered my daughter, it would be eons before I could get there. But that's the elevated state. Because when you forgive, you heal not only the relationship with that person, but yourself. And you're not saying what they did was okay. Somebody murders your daughter, that is not okay. But you are saying, I'm not letting it get to me anymore because I'm above it. So we're gonna take our biggest enemy, the person we hate, even again, if it's a politician, even if it's a person in office or in your job or somebody from your past even. And let's just get open to sending that person love, dude. I know, I know this is hard, but that's why it works is because it's hard. It ain't easy to get to that highest level. You got to do what's hard to make your life easy. And this is it. Okay. We're going to take 10 seconds to be open to sending this person love. Start now. And now we are going to be open and or forgive this person. We are going to say, hey, I'm open to forgiving you. I understand you didn't know what you were doing. You were acting in your model of the world, which is true, boys. That person was just acting in their model of the world. And, and I really want you to listen here. If you were in their shoes with the same upbringing, the same body, the same brain, the same everything that they had, you would have done the same thing. Think about that. If I were in Ira Shoes, growing up in his exact body, with his exact everything, I would have become an addict too. I would have stabbed Mark Singh in the back to get the 13 grand. I would have done it. So how can I hold it against him when I would have done the same thing? And to really stretch this out spiritually, maybe I have done the same thing. We're going down the rabbit hole now, but that's the way it is. So when you forgive it, you heal all situations through time, through, if you're willing, past lives, future lives, through that karmic relationship that you have with the person, don't let it eat you up. Let it go and move on. So here we go. We're forgiving, or at least being open to forgiving. Take 10 seconds. All right, gentlemen, I am proud of you. That is not easy. It takes a true warrior's heart to be able to go into this kind of pain and take the higher road. What was it that Obama said? When they go low, you go high. That's how you have to live your life. There's a really interesting quote in the Tao Te Ching that I love. What is a good man, but a bad man's teacher? What is a bad man, but a good man's job? If you don't understand this, you will get lost, however clever you are. Which means this, those bad people, those people who are lost, like my childhood friend Ira, those people who stabbed you in the back, like that person who you just thought of, They are there to give us the opportunity to forgive them. Therefore, they are our job. But the word job doesn't mean that they're a burden. The word job means it's your job to rise above the backstabbing that they did on you, the enemy feeling that they give to you, that hatred that they put towards you. You have to rise above it to become that next best version of yourself. Who would I be without Ira having done to me what he did? I'd be lesser version of myself. He has allowed me to ascend to this high level because he gave me the opportunity to forgive. And that gentleman is, in my opinion, the entire purpose of life. Duality, love and fear. Fear sets the stage for love to show itself. Without fear, all you have is love. So how do you know what it is? If all you have is white, how do you know what white is? So duality, love and fear, it's necessary. And those people who did you wrong, You have to rise above going into fear, making your ego try to ameliorate itself through the situation, rise above it with love and express that love. And then you are the one who gets the gift. They get the gift too, but the gift, brother, is for you. What you do for another, you do 10x to yourself, which is also wisdom that is in many spiritual texts. So make this a part of your weekly or monthly practice. Somebody does you wrong, I double-dog dare you to send that person love. I challenge you to forgive that person and rise above anything they did to you. That's where enlightenment is. That's where growth is. That is how to become the next best version of yourself. And I hope you feel better. I know I certainly do. And that's the power of sending others love, sending others forgiveness. Gentlemen, I do appreciate you listening. If you're still listening at this point, I'm actually pretty excited to look at the stats on this, to look at the downloads. And I think you guys are going to impress me as you have been over the past six months. I look at some of the episodes that I do that are more in this like spiritual. NLP kind of mind-based stuff, and they do really well, surprisingly. I used to think that, dude, I'm only gonna get downloads when I talk about girls and I talk about getting laid. Nah, dude, you guys are sophisticated. You guys are those next-level dudes that so few men get to. So that's my final point is, if you're doing this kind of work, Brother, you are ahead of 99.99% of the population. And for that alone, my brother, my battle buddy fighting shoulder to shoulder with me in the trenches, you should feel like a goddamn champion because that's exactly what you are. I draw podcasts on Mondays and Thursdays, gentlemen. So please stay tuned for the next one and I will see you in the next episode.